Welcome to Talk Commerce, where we explore how merchants, agencies, and developers experience commerce and the communities they work and live in. Don't forget to collect your free joke at the end of this intro. This week we interview Sandra Gonzalez and Sergei Ivashenko with Adobe. We discuss the new Magento Upgrade Compatibility Tool, or UCT, and why this tool is so important to merchants, developers, and agencies. We talk about some specific features and how this tool will reduce the cost of ownership for all merchants running Adobe Commerce. We also talk about how some other tools like Magento Coding Standard Project and the Site-Wide Analysis Tool, or SWOT, will work together to make the development process for Adobe Commerce easier and more efficient. I was living on a houseboat and I fell in love with the girl next door, but sadly, we drifted apart. <laughs> the Talk Commerce podcast is sponsored by Swift Daughter. E-commerce developers solve problems daily. In fact, some of those seem like mountainous hurdles that must be climbed in a matter of hours. Stress levels can go through the roof. No wonder the plague of burnout affects developers too. Ah, but there's a vaccine for that. Investing time in your career will take you farther than you ever imagined. Meet Swift Daughter. Swift Daughter exists to help you become the e-commerce hero that is indispensable and irreplaceable at your company. We do this through Magento Certification Study Materials and Joseph Maxwell's most recent book, The Art of E-Commerce Debugging. Go to swiftotter.com to learn more about how you can quickly climb the ranks in your quest to be a better developer. While you're there, use the coupon code TALKCOMMERCE for 15% off any digital goods at swiftotter.com. Cloud is a new normal for companies of any size. Buying, maintaining, upgrading, and disposing of machines is expensive and complicated. Amazon Web Services, managed by eWay Corp, offers an easy-to-use, flexible, cost-effective solution to all your infrastructure needs. eWay Corp can provide a secure, reliable, scalable, high-performance network that will make your office hum, not literally. eWay Corp has saved its customers an average of 31% on their IT costs while adding 62% to the bottom line efficiency. To top that, their customers have seen 43% fewer security incidents. Go to eWayCorp.com to learn how you can start saving money and headaches by moving to the cloud. That's E-W-A-Y-C-O-R-P.com. My name is Brent Peterson, and I'm your host. Please remember to subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. And now, Talk Commerce. All right, welcome to this special episode of Talk Commerce. Today I have Sergi and Sondra, both from Adobe, and we are going to talk about the Magento upgrade tool um, or compatibility tool. Anyways, I'll let Sergey and Sandra introduce themselves. Tell, tell us what your roles are and maybe one of your passions in life. And Sergey, if you want to start. Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm a software engineer in Adobe. And uh, you have been, uh, you, you might have been inter interacting with me if you participated some contribution days or just contribution to Magento projects, because I have worked a lot in the community engineering team. 
in Magenta and currently I'm also involved in uh, several internal projects. One of these is uh, upgrade compatibility tool for Adobe Commerce. Uh, so basically I I'm leading this project and, uh, and I'm working together with Sandra to, uh, to identify any future improvements to the uh, upgrade compatibility tool and current backlog. Sandra. Great, thank you. So I'm Sandra Gonzalez. I'm product manager at Adobe Commerce. I've been with the company for a long time, but I've gone through a lot of acquisitions. So I started when it was GSI Commerce and then it has changed. We have changed our name plenty of times and now finally, Adobe Commerce, at least for now. So I'm very happy uh, to work uh, at this company. I think it's a great place to work and, and, and it allows us to do a lot of things. And the main thing that I'm focused at the moment is trying to help our customers to reduce uh, Adobe Commerce total cost of ownership. And the main uh, area that we're focusing on is our upgrades. Uh, we know that upgrades are very difficult to manage and they can get very expensive. So what we're trying to do is to reduce uh, the cost of an upgrade, which will have a significant and direct impact to the project's total cost of ownership. And that's what I've been doing in the last one and a half year or one year. And one of the main projects I'm working on is the upgrade compatibility tool, which we're going to talk today. Great, thank you. And uh, I have been to the, uh, the offices in, in, in Barcelona a couple of times and I very much enjoy it. It was order management was the main focus, I think, uh, before, be after it was GSI and then uh, order yeah. management. And now, um, uh, now I think you have a blend of things, but I, I think the work culture in Barcelona is fantastic. And I have always enjoyed visiting the office and I took training there and anyways, so. I haven't been to the office in Dublin yet. I'm looking forward to running with Sergey in the Dublin Marathon in 2022. So um, lots of excitement in Europe for me, hopefully next year. <laughs> um, yeah, hopefully we can do something together and not so far away. Exactly. Um, so I, I know that this is, for merchants, this is a very big sticking point. Not a sticking point, but it's always been something that they've looked at for uh, for Adobe Commerce and Magento is just the cost of ownership. And a lot of that cost is driven from the need for applying patches and more importantly, upgrading to the newest versions. So I know that the, this, this tool has been around in a beta format or even an alpha format for at least a year now. And can you tell us, Sandra, maybe tell us a little bit about how the tool is going to help merchants and where the state of the tool is and maybe how we could start using it. Yeah, for sure. So we released the first version of the tool, the alpha version earlier this year in January 2021. And the goal of the tool from the beginning is to help with the upgrade process. And the, the step where we believe we can make an impact is on this investigation and analysis before upgrading. So where uh, we know engineers have to look through the code and release notes manually to identify what changes they will have to apply to being able to upgrade to the uh, 
newer version of Adobe Commerce. Hopefully, our target is for all our customers to be up to date using the latest uh, version that we that we have released. But we know this is difficult. Uh, as 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 of today, this year we we've been releasing for new versions of at least batch versions uh, a quarter, which it makes even more difficult to keep up to date. So the goal of the tool is to be able to identify very easily. So hopefully with uh, just few, uh, with just one comment and few minutes, uh, engineers will be able to get a report of all the issues that they will have to fix to complete an upgrade to a specific version. And so it basically compares two different versions, the one that you're using in your instance, in your project, with the one that you want to, to upgrade to. So this should, I know what I've heard is that it can take even more than two weeks uh, to understand the scope of an upgrade. So the idea is that with this tool, this time will be significantly reduced. Of course, the tool is quite new. Uh, as I mentioned before, we released it earlier this year in January. So what we're doing is what we did at the beginning is that we released those features at first were uh, gonna help us to get the tool sooner to our customers. And then that will allow us to continuously increase the scope of the tool and granularly provide more value for our users. So the, the first launch, the alpha version, we released it with PHP API validations and also GraphQL schema validations, uh, which we know it's probably not the, the issues that impact the most when upgraded, but it was what we could deliver sooner to our customers, which we believe the sooner we can deliver something, the better it will be. And we've been working during this year on increasing the scope. And, and we've been implementing also the validation for core com for the core uh, code. So the idea with this is that uh, engineers will be able to identify very quickly if someone have done a customization, modifying the core code, which we know it's not a best practice, but we also know that it happens quite often. Uh, we've done a, a bunch of other uh, improvements through the year now, thanks to the feedback of the uh, of our users on the community Slack channel, which thanks to everybody. Uh, we have also the possibility to filter the issues. So originally we were showing a, a full list of issues from different levels. We have three levels critical um, errors and warnings. And warnings are the ones that are considered issues, but we believe they might not have an impact on an upgrade because it might be issues that you're already having um, on your project because they might not follow our best practices, but it's not breaking your features. Then we have errors which are issues that you should be fixing because it might generate a problem within the uh, next, when you upgrade to the next version or critical, which we know, hey, you are gonna have problems if you don't fix this. So with uh, one of the features that I think are very, are very helpful now is first that you can filter uh, the level of issues that you want to see. So with this, the idea is that if you 
want to reduce the investment uh, that the time that you're investing on upgrading, you can just filter and look at the errors and critical issues. This is just a, 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 like an optional step. Our recommendation is to fix everything, of course. But we know that sometimes the number of issues can be huge. So I think you have a lot of experience on this, probably even much more than both of us together. And, and, and it might be very difficult and complex to fix everything, but uh, that's, that's something that can be done to minimize the number of uh, changes that you should definitely apply. Something also great that uh, we haven't communicated this yet, but uh, we're planning to do it hopefully within the next month is that uh, we have introduced uh, the upgrade compatibility tool within our Magento Adobe Commerce PHP Storm plugin. What we want to achieve with this is to allow engineers to validate their code while they are developing a new feature or a fix or a customization. So the idea is that this, instead of waiting to the moment you want to upgrade with adding UCT within your development process, we'll make sure that you do not generate future issues when upgrading. So it will validate like any other validation that you might have in your processes, but it will make sure that you're for future upgrades, you're following all those best practices that you have to, you have to comply with if you don't want to have a more difficult upgrade uh, in the future. So that's, that's something new that, as I said before, is hopefully coming in within the next month. Asrge, maybe I, I gave too much information now, but I think that that's, that's what we are planning to have. So uh, Sergey, uh, I guess one thing that is gonna be, um, one thing that's gonna be great for developers or good for a developer, even before they start the upgrade is they could validate all the code as they're going along on their existing store. Uh, even, uh, even if they get handed a new, uh, a new store uh, that's been developed by another company, they could validate some of that code against this tool to make sure that it's um, that it is upgradable. Yeah, sure. The tool is actually really flexible. So uh, it stores the indexes of all future Magento versions uh, together with the tool. So you can quickly validate uh, each Magento instance for compatibility which, with each Magento version and see how easy it is upgrade to next patch release or next minor release. Uh, maybe take a decision on the upgrade. Also, uh, the tool provides you all the all the issues related to compatibility with the future version straight away. So instead of uh, just analyzing analyzing all the project manually, the developer will need uh, just run the tool and see. Uh, see the general picture first of all, and then he can use the result of the tool execution to uh, to to review all specific cases without the need to analyze uh, the huge code base. Maybe a part of this code base is already compatible, so you don't need to spend time to analyze compatible modules. 
Uh, and just for, from a merchant standpoint, this is not going to be, is this available for them to see, or is this, this is something they run separately, right? It's not something you could just see in the admin panel of Adobe or commerce. No, so ECT is a command line tool. Uh, it can be used by developers. It provides uh, the human readable report that can be shared with, uh, with anybody, uh, basically. But yeah, the, the main idea of UCT is it's a dev tool. So it, it has to be used by, by the developer working on the upgrade or working on the project to make it more compatible, even if the project is not upgrading. Some issues that are reported by UCT, uh, like using of non-API uh, interfaces, non-API classes would be good to resolve even if the project is not uh, going to be upgraded soon, because that's that's uh, uh, like ensuring the the proper implementation of the customization. But in addition to in addition to the reports for developers, ECT also can provide uh, reports in a format that can be used for integration, like uh, in JSON format. And uh, as it is a command line tool, it can be used locally by developers, but it can be also used in a centralized way. For example, uh, it can be installed to the CICD, to the infrastructure, uh, for just checking if uh, any incompatible issues have been introduced during the development of the uh, project or extension, or uh, just to keep track of compatibility of the project. Yeah, so just to put that into, into human terms or into merchant terms, the merchant should be demanding that their agency put, a, put this into the workflow for their deployments to make sure that anything's getting deployed has been at least checked by the tool. Is that, that's kind of... Yes, exactly. So if the agency uh, is providing uh, extensions, customizations for the merchant, uh, it's good if this customization is functioning well at specific Magento version, but it's also wise to think about the future, to think one st step ahead. So uh, if the customization or extension is provided currently, it still re will require maintenance in the future the Magento will need to be updated. And at this step, the upgrade customization tool can be used to identify the quality of the code and to identify how easy this uh, customization can be later updated. Yeah. So, think, uh, yeah, yeah, that's I, I, a good point. I think that's, that's a great point. And just, I, I think I wanna highlight two things. The first thing is that the tool is only available to be downloaded by Adobe Commerce uh, merchants. So it's not open for open source. That's a very important uh, point. And then uh, related to having the report within the admin panel, that that's an idea that we have. Uh, unfortunately, we, we still haven't had the time to prioritize this and, and put it there. Uh, potentially in the future, that could be an option. So what we want also to achieve with the upgrade compatibility tool is to give visibility and understanding 
uh, of the status and the quality of the of the project and that's that's related to what we have with the SWAT tool uh, so potentially in the future we could have something uh, similar or even together with SWAT tool but it's not planned at the moment anytime in the next six months for sure and then uh, related to the question that you did about merchants asking their agencies, I think it would be great what they what the merchants can can ask their their agencies and what is going to be very easy to understand for them is to have the report of the upgrade compatibility tool. So the report has a long list will will get a, will give a long list of issues with the three different levels that we have but it will give a, a short summary with the how many errors how many critical and how many warnings they have for either php apis graphqls and even for core commerce uh, for the core uh, validations so this will be a simplified version a simplified summary of the of the report of the tool this is something that it will be at least easy to understand for the merchants to know what's the quality of the projects they have and for probably the first time they get it it might not be so uh, easy to understand but i think it will be great once you compare it with the next one so if you are upgrading now to 243 you can get the report so if you're using 237 and you want to upgrade to 243 or 233 i don't know any version with any other uh, you can get the report and then once you have this report and within the next um, uh, upgrade you can ask for the report and compare both hopefully the report should show less um, errors and less issues if the quality of the project is improving uh, this also depends on the upgrade, the new version that you are comparing with, if it has more or less changes, of course. But it's something that merchants can use to, to keep track of the status and the quality of their projects. Um, and I guess, from again, looking at it from the merchant standpoint, if they were to go to the Magento marketplace now, all the marketplace modules have gone through this process theoretically? Not yet. Not okay, yet, but, they will. but it is it is planned to 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 happen. So this is something that the marketplace team have uh, been is been is thinking on introducing within the, their EQP processes. So hopefully soon this will be something that will be validated also for marketplace extensions. Yeah, and I guess the marketplace does go through a a checker. They do check the the code going through the marketplace. So this will be an, another step to ensure that when merchants get a plugin, it's going to be compatible with their version and and it's then conforming with this tool. Yeah, that that's what we're planning to have. And I think you know the uh, the ultimate uh, overarching benefit to all this is that it's going to reduce the cost of ownership for a merchant uh, who's running a magento adobe commerce store yes that's the that's the idea that's the the the, the goal, our goal at the end is to simplify upgrades make the process much easier so this is one of the 
initiatives that we are running that we believe is going to have the highest impact. There are other initiatives as well that we expect to have uh, impact on the, the total cost of ownership of, of our merchants. But the, this, the upgrade compatibility tool will be for sure significant improvement, or at least that's what we're expecting. Um, you, uh, Sergey, I know you mentioned a little bit about compatibility via APIs and PHP calls. Uh, can you speak a little bit to how well the tool is going to help a merchant know that he has a store that's been properly configured? And would the tool find a just a piece, piece of PHP code that's sitting in the root of Magento that's making calls to the database? Would it call that out and say, hey, this is really bad? Uh, well, the purposes of the tool is, is the, fir the first priority of the tool verification is compatibility. So uh, when we are talking about uh, incorrect calls to the database or insecure implementations, that's not the main purpose of upgrade compatibility tool. So there are there are security uh, checks, security static tests, Magento coding standards are there that uh, can be used for some verification uh, towards overall quality of the code. With upgrade compatibility tool, we are trying to uh, to minimize the issues while still reporting lots of them but the main idea is compatibility so if the call is not compatible with the future versions in of magenta it will definitely be, be reported if so th th that's not a general quality checker uh, so that's ki kind of a specific specific tool for for specific purpose but it is uh, so part of the functionality based on API verification, because API in Magento is something that we uh, we do not change as the other parts of the code, right? So it's very important that the best implementation of customization should rely on Magento API only. In this case, it's very stable and very easy to upgrade. If there are non-API uh, dependencies uh, of the customization, then uh, the upgrade compatibility tool can be used to identify how bad these non-API dependencies for the future versions. I would okay. like also to to uh, to uh, add about the comparison between projects and uh, the summary report that Sandra men mentioned. So yeah, there is a summary report that is very easy to read and understand uh, by even non-technical person. And in this summary report, we actually display some metric that is called complexity score. A complexity score is uh, our attempt to calculate uh, how complex the upgrade is. Basically, that's uh, the count of all the errors adjusted on their severity uh, summed up together right now. We are planning to uh, review this algorithm as it goes uh, further and try to make it as close to the, to the 
real situation as as possible. For sure, that's that's some relative metric that can be used to compare uh, two different projects, uh, as well as understand the general complexity of upgrade. But right now, the complexity score may not be perfect. Uh, so still working on it, and it will. Uh, I believe it will be closer to the uh, absolute, uh, closer to the perfection as we go forward with implementation of UCP and with uh, coverage of more and more uh, compatibility issues. Right now, it's quite uh, accurate for uh, backend backend work uh, in general. And will the tool cover uh, theming issues that may or may not cause errors in the future? It's not covering th theming issues right now, but uh, we are extending uh, the functionality of the uh, upgrade compatibility tool all the time. And uh, eventually we'll come to issues with the front end and cover it in more details. You could we probably mention something about how, uh, how far this could be done using the coding standards? Yeah, so uh, right now we are working on yes. on the improvement that uh, of upgrade compatibility tool, and we are connecting, we are making it extensible basically. We are connecting Magenta coding standards. Uh, Magenta Coding Standard project to upgrade compatibility tool and Magenta Coding Standard project is going to become a storage of uh, all static tests, all possible static tests for Magenta. So right now we have moved uh, a lot of static tests from Magenta core to Magento coding standard and uh, once it will be connected to uh, upgrade compatibility tool, First of all, we'll be able to reuse a lot of uh, additional checks that are provided by this project, but also the verification of upgrade compatibility tool could be extended by uh, contributing to Magento coding standard. So basically that will enable uh, community to introduce their checks to upgrade compatibility tool, as well as it, it will make it easier for Adobe development teams to ensure that any backward and compatible changes they are doing are uh, included within verification of this. You can run upgrade compatibility tool on any Magento 2 version, but you can analyze the upgrade to Magento version starting from 2.3.0 and later. <laughs> it's basically any supported version. And from the complexity score then, a, a merchant would feel good about, or if you're an agency, you could go to you you could look at that code base from a merchant and give them a score fairly quickly the score i think i can get this one Sergey. the score you can give it very quickly because it's just a matter of running the tool and it will take just a few minutes the thing is that the score is not going to give them a relative value that they will know just by looking at that number, if the complex, if the upgrade is going to be complex or it's going to be easy, what we believe we can, uh, that how this complexity score can be used now is probably for agencies will be more valuable because they will they must have a lot of projects 
So they can compare the complexity score from one um, project to another and see how this relates to the uh, final complexity of the upgrade once they've completed and learned and and for future upgrades until we get the complexity score where we want it to get they can learn and use that uh, based on their experience and something that is very important to highlight is what Sergi mentioned today so the complexity score is calculated based on the issues that the tool identifies today and we are just validating some rules or some checks. We are not validating front end, for example. We are not making a lot. We're not, the scope of this tool is still not to 100% uh, to be enabled or close to it, to be able to use this score for, being, for, for really understanding how complex is the upgrade. Yeah, that's, that's right. Uh... I would completely agree with Sandra. And the complexity score is not an absolute metric. It's a metric for comparison. And merchants can actually use it to track the progress of the preparation for the upgrade. For example, they can take the complexity score number every week and compare them and see how uh, how long does it take to reduce the, com the complexity score and when uh realistically the upgrade can happen like when all the compatibility issues will be resolved can you talk a little bit about how it's going to relate with the swat tool how they can use those two together i mean maybe not so much how it relates to it but how they can use them together right now yeah right now it's not possible to use them together so there's yeah, there's right nothing that uh, relates SWAT with the upgrade compatibility tool. Uh, I just mentioned this just to answer your question, whether it is possible to see the results of the upgrade compatibility tool within the admin. Uh, right now it's not possible, but uh, it's something that we are looking into it and potentially in the future that might be an option. But at the moment they could use them they could use them independently, but they would sort of work with each other. Is that correct? Potentially, and um, I cannot guarantee that's going to happen. But it's one of the ideas that we have that we're looking okay. into. Sergey, can you maybe just talk a little bit about the Magento Magento Coding Standard project? Maybe explain just a little bit what that is. I know it's not part of the upgrade compatibility tool, but how it relates to it. So uh, Magenta Coding Standard is not part of uh, Upgrade Compatibility Tool yet, but we are planning to connect it. Well, for sure, we are using Magenta Coding Standard uh, for as a dev dependency right now for Upgrade Compatibility Tool to ensure that Upgrade Compatibility Tool is developed up to the best practices of Magenta. Magenta Coding Standard is the project that uh, is created by both uh, uh, Adobe uh, developers and community developers. There is a lot of uh, actually community contributions going right now to Magento Coding Standards project that's open source. And uh, uh, re really, really interesting work is going on there. The purpose of the project is basically to collect all the best practices on writing the code for Magento, for Magento projects. And uh, and gather them in a single repository in a single tool, 
this Magento coding standards. And most of the checks are based on a PHP code sniffer. So you can just run PHP code sniffer, uh, install Magento uh, coding standards, run PHP code sniffer, and uh, ensure that your test, that your code, that the code of extension or customization is looking great, is looking good, and it doesn't have uh, potential bugs, doesn't have insecure uh, implementations, uh, and so on. And uh, we are uh, also uh, extending the Magento Korean Standards projects, project right now. We are moving more uh, tests there. So currently it's covering only the uh, PHP code. Well, actually right now that's both PHP, HTML, LESS, and GraphQL. But we are going to add uh, the JavaScript checks there as well to improve uh, the coverage on the front end side. We have, uh, so we are doing a lot of work in Magento right now to, in Adobe Commerce right now to update uh, the uh, tech stack to the, uh, to the latest versions to ensure that we are using the latest technology, uh, the most uh, secure and most uh, uh, most, let's say, extensible and modern implementations, mod uh, libraries. So in scope of these changes, uh, there are some uh, backward incompatible issues, even though we are trying to, uh, to minimize backward incompatible changes in Magento. Sometimes it is impossible to prevent some small backward incompatible changes we, when we are uh, trying to provide more capabilities for developers, more capabilities for uh, customizations, and when we are trying to uh, provide the latest tech stack. The tech stack, the libraries, the frameworks Magento Adobe Commerce is based on is uh, evolving and we have to uh, also change Magento to re to use the latest libraries. So in, sco in scope of these changes, we have already introduced the checks that are identifying in case. So if we are introducing backward incompatible change to Magento, we are trying to introduce the check uh, that static test basically that will identify if that will affect somebody. Like if you will run this check, this test on, on your Magento instance, you will, you will see if this change that we have done affects you for the upgrades. And so the, the good example of this is uh, jQuery upgrade. So uh, there, we are upgrading some jQuery components right now. And we have added the ESLint tests that are identifying usages of uh, old, of deprecated removed jQuery functions. So we have experienced, it was useful for us to update it for Magento, but uh, basically we, we wrote these uh, tests to simplify our work, but that can be used by anybody. It can be used by extensions developer, by customization developer to upgrade jQuery version on their side. So they can reuse these, these checks and these checks will be included 
specifically for jQuery update will be included in Magento Codian standard uh, with an additional uh, tool with the slint that will uh, verify JavaScript files. And after that, what we are going to reuse these uh, checks also on the UCT side. So in addition to huge, lots of uh, an, uh, analysis that is done by UCT itself, we will uh, add such checks that are that are introduced to uh, Adobe Commerce as the development goes on. We will add it to UCT, and uh, and basically we are the coding standard project. Anybody can add such uh, tests, and they can be reused by uh, Magento coding standard users and uh, also uh, UCT upgrade compatibility tool. That uh, makes it really easy to share the experience, to share the uh, the challenges that uh, we are facing as the developers of Adobe Commerce and as the uh, at the Magenta community in general. And Magenta community, uh, I know that Magenta community really likes to share the experience, really, really likes to help each other, specifically talking about the uh, the developers the organizers of the events the uh, agencies merchants everybody magenta community is amazing so uh, magenta coding standard right now is becoming a new great opportunity to uh, share uh, the upgrade ex upgrade expertise like the issues or challenges that developers agencies are facing and uh, enable to reuse it via magento coding standard or update compatibility is there a place that we can see the tool in action right now has it been is there a, a, some demo that we can see that's recorded or Well, yes, we have a video that was recorded recently uh, that is featuring most of the latest features, most of the the uh, latest functionality of upgrade compatibility tool. I believe we have added even more since that video. Uh, but uh, well, the, the <laughs> I'm not sure when the new video will appear there, but the uh, quite quite modern video it's is it published somewhere sandra i i no, don't exactly remember it's not published now uh, yet uh, it's something that uh, we were waiting for the public version of the video if we have that we we can try to make it available on our dev talks page that i think would be the best place or at least to have a link uh, to within this page so i think Something that I want to mention also is that whoever is listening to this, if you, you can um, subscribe to our great compatibility tool Slack channel. And here's where the team, Sergi and myself, we share updates and answer questions and get feedback. So it's a great communication channel for 
for you to share uh, whatever ideas you might have that think are going to be impactful and good for the tool or issues that you might have with the tool. We can also share the video, I think, uh, on the Slack channel, we can share the video uh, whenever we want uh, while we make it available on, on DevTalks. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's a good idea if you're interested in, uh, in the tool, if you're interested in upgrades, uh, the upgrade compatibility tool Slack channel in uh, Community Engineering Slack workspace uh, is going to be really useful for, for you. There is no, uh, not too many, all, all the messages that are posted to, to this channel are uh, valuable, are important, and we are also going to share uh, all the news in the Slack channel. And also, if you will uh, have some, uh, if you have some challenges, if you have some uh, pain points with a grid that are specific to you, and you would like uh, UCT upgrade compatibility tool to cover that, uh, that's the best place to suggest us uh, the features so we we have uh, th there are some active members on the on this Slack channel that are proposing the features and most of the features most of their propositions are actually implemented. So we are really responsive in the channel. Yeah, I'll I'll put the show notes. I'll put the Slack channel in the show notes so people know how to access it. And I will just add that it's always important that developers ask, ask those questions. And if they don't know, this is a great resource to get answers. And I think as Sergey said, the Magento community is incredibly helpful no matter what you're doing. Uh, and I would encourage every developer and every merchant to join those Slack channels as well. Uh, to get answers. And even from a non-technical point of view, I think there are ways as a merchant, as a store owner, to learn about these things and get information and answers about these things. Um, and I think that video would be fantastic um, is if I could, you know, if it fits on YouTube or how, wherever it's published, I'll put a link to that as well so people can see how how the I think from a merchant standpoint, a lot of times they feel like that, that it's put in, you're put into a box and you don't exactly know what's happening. This is a great way to build some transparency between the developer and the store, store, store owner so they understand what is happening in some of those complexities. And as an agency, it's sometimes very difficult to explain to a new merchant, maybe a merchant that's just come to you and they have 70 or 80 modules, it's difficult for them to understand that that complexity is, is making your upgrade more complex. So this would be, a, this is, I think this is gonna be a great way to bring some transparency into the whole arena for, for merchants to understand and developers to understand. And Um, maybe as we as we close uh, close out here today, um, could 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 you tell us uh, what what are you using to kind of stay up to date and and stay 
current with what's happening in in our community. In the magenta community room. So, or or in general. In general. Yeah, I, mean, I think there's so many things happening in commerce right now, like headless. We we didn't even touch on headless and and things like that. What are you using? So talking about Magenta community, well, uh, first I, I will talk about Magenta community and then I, I will also uh, tell you one tip that that I, uh, one thing that I recently discovered. So to to stay up to date with the Magenta community, if you, if you would like to have it in, in the interactive way, the best thing would be to to just join uh, Magento public meetings. So uh, there are there is uh, a community calendar on open source magento.com that is featuring all the public meetings. And specifically, we are also we are also sharing the announcement in the in Slack and on Twitter. There is hangouts, so community hangouts, the meeting that that is used to share all the news all the interesting information and everybody can participate uh talk discuss something so that's that's mostly mostly most part of the meeting is uh presentation right but there is also an opportunity to uh, to discuss the things like we are discussing right now uh, so that's that's really interactive and so uh, Talking about uh, staying up to date in general, uh, I have recently uh, uh, started interacting a lot with, uh, uh, that, that will be a good advice for developers, I guess, with LinkedIn learning. And uh, this weekend I have seen a really nice course uh, that, well, that might be not, not even not even for developers, maybe for merchants and for leaders as well. Uh, that is called uh, digital transformation for tech leaders. Uh, so that's that's not even a course. That's a learning path, I believe. And uh, like reviewing such things, like courses or books, on the digital transformation. Yes, headless is covered. Cloud is covered there. Uh, AI, ML, and so on. Uh, I think that keeps our uh, mind more open. Like we would, it it enables you to see more opportunities in the, in your daily routine. Like in, it enables you to see a bit a bit further into the future and uh, also like brings some imagination and more fun to the uh, to the regular planning maybe maybe it's making it more creative so yeah i suggest uh, looking into such things even if if you are not planning to uh, to use the new technologies to switch to new technologies right now it's always better to uh, to hear about them and be ready to uh, to jump into the future when the opportunity comes.
And you said that was on LinkedIn, Digital Transformation for Learning. Uh, yes, Digital Transformation for Tech Leaders, I guess. Great, thank you. Sandra, what, what are you doing to keep yeah, I think I think what Sergi mentioned is uh, great, and the Magento public meetings are very helpful. Something that I think it helps me, and I think it's going to be it must be very helpful for merchant developers and also partners or anyone in 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 general, is to follow the Adobe Commerce blog post, either the Dev blog or the uh, Adobe Commerce blog. What we're trying to make every announcement of any important either feature or changes, policy updates. I can tell you there are a few things that are coming. So I think it will be great to keep an eye on that. Uh, you're going to get a lot of information from there. And also, as we mentioned before, Slack. So for me, Slack is uh, amazing, not only because you can get uh, updates, but also questions, feedback, ideas. Uh, something that I do is that I set some uh, keywords in Slack, so I get notifications of a specific keywords, so I don't have to read through all the chat, because sometimes I've, there are a lot of conversations that are not relevant for me, but having these keywords helps me to read exactly what I what it should be uh, relevant for, for me. So that, that's very helpful. So that's something that I, I, I use and it helps me to focus and avoid reading everything, just the ones that are important. That's, that's really in, interesting. Okay, can you share one example of such of such keyword? I will use it in the conversations that are during yeah, your Yeah, for sure. I have UCT <laughs> and a great compatibility tool for sure. Uh, but I can show you later. I don't remember exactly where I set those, but I guess it's in Slack settings somewhere. But I can find that out and, and share it with you. So if anybody just mentions UCT in the message, then you, you get the notification. Yeah, and right. you, it's like a cool group. It, it is highlighted. Yeah, it's yeah, it's quite quite nice. <laughs> yeah, this sounds cool. I didn't know about it. Uh, excellent. I'm I'm glad that I've helped you to uh, uh, communicate better. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, as we as we. <laughs> As we kind of close out here, I always like to give somebody, I like to give everybody an opportunity to give a shameless plug. So you can plug anything you'd like, a charity or your local council. Or... I don't, I, I, I would like to say something. I don't have any uh, organization in particular, but uh, lately I've been a little bit more conscious uh, shopping or I'm trying to, I have to say it's been very difficult. It's a personal challenge we have. And, and I think it would be great if we all at least try to do it a little bit more conscious when we are buying something, like trying to uh, reduce the impact that we have uh, yeah and probably trying to help our community so when I'm buying I try to buy things with no plastic difficult very difficult one 
uh, try to buy from uh, suppliers that are from my community, also very difficult. And even more when you have so many cheap and beautiful things around the world that you can get online, which is great. But uh, I believe that every small thing that we do, if we all do little things, it will make a big impact. I know that my wife makes me throw out 10 things whenever I buy something new. So um, if you see the state of my new office here, you would you would say that's not true. But I agree that being very conscious of what you're buying and, and all those things are, have a big impact on our planet and help us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like your wife. <laughs> Yeah, talking about the impact to the planet, uh, what I really love, uh, what I really love is, uh, uh, and uh, I guess that's that's something that to uh, be uh, similar with Brent here is sports, like endurance sports. But most most important thing about it is that you're basically moving. Uh, using your own body and you are not burning fuel, right? You are not uh, relying on some help and you're also not uh, producing any emissions that are that can be harmful for, for the planet, for, for the atmosphere as well. So one thing that I really like, I, 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 I love running. Like I do run a lot, and uh, Brent, you know, you, I, you are motivating me leaving your comments in, in, in Strava. But that I'm doing for sport, right? But what I love doing apart from the sport is just uh, commuting using, using a bicycle. So I, I don't cycle too much uh, as, uh, as a sport, let's say. But I do like just cycle, cycle to the store, for example, cycle to, to, to town. Uh, it's very convenient. I guess it's very convenient in Dublin where I'm based in. And also that kind of saves lots of space on the roads. And uh, I guess that also helps with reducing the, the emissions. Uh, yeah, that's and, great. And it helps you, so stay healthy. <laughs> yeah, it helps you stay healthy, and and it also it's fun. It's it's really really yeah. fun to cycle because you are much more flexible than using any other transport, uh, and uh, and you feel the wind as you and as you cycle down the road. Uh, that's that's a great feeling. Yeah, I know from a commuting standpoint, if I have to go across town in the morning at 6 a.m., it takes me 15 minutes. If I have to go at 6 p.m., it'll take me an hour. And wow. if I ride my bike, it's it's always 30 minutes wow. to get to that same place. Uh, and we're very lucky. I'm in Minnesota, so we're very lucky to have lots of uh, rails to trails. They took all the old railroads, they moved, made them into bike trails. We have bike trails everywhere that are sort of hidden. Um, and I guess also 25 years ago, 
25 years ago, I owned a retail store in Dublin on Upper Dorset Street. And I know that the traffic in that time has only gotten worse and it's more difficult to get around the city. So I can totally understand. And having been there, they have great bike lanes as well in Dublin and in Barcelona. So yes, I agree. It's, it's a great initiative getting out and using your body. In Minnesota, we're crazy. Even when it's minus 20 Celsius, people are out riding their bikes. We put studs on our tires uh, to ride on the ice. So it, and we ride on the lakes. Our lakes are frozen in the winter. So it's a big sport here. <laughs> wow. Wow. If it snows in Barcelona, we don't do anything. you for. Wow. If it snows in Barcelona, we don't do anything. Yeah, from March until, I mean, from November to March, it's snow and it's frozen. It doesn't get above freezing. So below zero that whole time, the lakes are more than a meter thick of ice. If you look online, you can see ice houses and there's people very big on ice fishing and <laughs> it's a different culture. Um, Again, thank you both. Uh, thanks for getting through our technical little technical problems. Um, uh, and um, uh, I invite you back again as we move forward with a compatibility tool. I look forward to seeing how SWAT and some of these other tools that are that have been introduced are going to be integrated and how they're going to help merchants. So Sandra, Sandra and Sergey, uh, I'm going to try to say Sergey's last name. Sergey Ivashchenko. Ivanchenko. The first one was good. <laughs> first time it was. Yeah. Nice. Thank you very much, Brent, for, for this time. Excellent. And Thank you. I'm looking forward to see more people on the Slack channel after this podcast. The Talk Commerce podcast is sponsored by Swift Daughter. E-commerce developers solve problems daily. In fact, some of those seem like mountainous hurdles that must be climbed in a matter of hours. Stress levels can go through the roof. No wonder the plague of burnout affects developers too. Ah, but there's a vaccine for that. Investing time in your career will take you farther than you ever imagined. Meet Swift Daughter. Swift Otter exists to help you become the e-commerce hero that is indispensable and irreplaceable at your company. We do this through Magento Certification Study Materials and Joseph Maxwell's most recent book, The Art of E-Commerce Debugging. Go to swiftotter.com to learn more about how you can quickly climb the ranks in your quest to be a better developer. While you're there, use the coupon code TALKCOMMERCE for 15% off any digital goods at SwiftDotter.com. Cloud is a new normal for companies of any size. Buying, maintaining, upgrading, and disposing of machines is expensive and complicated. Amazon Web Services, managed by eWay Corp, offers an easy-to-use, flexible, cost-effective solution to all your infrastructure needs. EWay Corp can provide a secure, reliable, scalable, high-performance network that will make your office hum, not literally. EWay Corp has saved its customers an average of 31% on their IT costs while adding 62% to the bottom line efficiency. To top that, their customers have seen 43% fewer security incidents. Go to eWayCorp.com to learn how you can start saving money and headaches by moving to the cloud. 
That's E-W-A-Y-C-O-R-P dot com. Thank you again for listening. My name is Brent Peterson, and it has been my pleasure to be your host today. Please rate and subscribe to Talk Commerce, new shows out every week.